Hi, you've reached the high fashion hotline. Hi, my kids are obsessed with those fidgety spinner things, but I'm obsessed with putting a new spin on my family's summer style. Go to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's huge summer clearance is obsessively good with up to 75% off all the best summer styles right now. Up to 75% off? Yes, up to 75% off on thousands of styles starting at $3.99, including terrific tees and tanks, flattering dresses, and the latest shorts at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. We just found our new obsession. Old Navy, here we come. High fashion, Old Navy. Valid 7 6 to 7 Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. And now, here is your host, the lovely, delightful, insightful, and all-around great gal, Ms. Barbara DeLong. Hey there, can everybody hear me? Hopefully. Need somebody in chat to wave a hand or something. Um, maybe just Jeannie. Um, but since Jeannie's busy screening, I guess I'm going to open the mic for Michelle, and hopefully she can hear me. Hey, Michelle, are you there? I am, and I can hear you. I was a little concerned when I couldn't. Well, so was I, but suddenly my headset wasn't working, so I had to call into my own show. But, okay. but oh 
We are live and on the air, and we have a ton of people waiting here for reading for um, astrology readings. So um, I am going to make sure Jeannie is available because we have um, a tradition here that that whenever we start um, a new person on the show on Blog Talk, I throw Jeannie under the bus first. Ooh. So, people, cool. so well, it's so people can hear how you work, and this, of course, is a completely different audience, and there are tons of people here. So, we're going to have to um, not be relaxed about this, but really plow in. But I'm going to open Jeannie's mic. Hey, Jeannie, are you there? Hi. Hi. I do not is- know what's happening um, with Switchboard. It is doing very strange things. Yes, I know. That was me. Um, my headset didn't work, so I had to call into the show myself. Oh, okay. That was you. <laughs> well, that was me that did something strange. But the, no, you, no, it's doing other things. So oh, be okay. ready. <laughs> I I will be ready. Um, I, Michelle has you. She needs your birth date and the time. And um, she. W- okay. Go ahead. And were you born, Jeannie? March twenty sixth, nineteen fifty five. March 26, 1955? Uh-huh. You Aries, you. Okay, and what time were you born? 2.17 a.m. 2.17 a.m. I love a person who has the exact time. And where were you born? Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville. And, right. and, and Jeannie has a specific question. Okie dokie. Let me just get a chart up and we'll go for it. Okie All right. We're going to take it uh, to the max here. All right. I got your chart up. What's the question? Um, I'm, I'm kind of at a point where all the kids are gone and I'm by myself and I really don't know what to do with myself or where, where I should be guided to uh, get involved well, in things. Or Okay. I kind you know of my clients, when they tell me that, I, I tell them, go back to your childhood, remember what you loved, and start doing it. That's a good place always to start. You have Jupiter going through the ninth house, so you're basically in the right place right now. <laughs> the ninth house is the house of the Internet. It's the house of media, of all kinds of media. And whenever we have Jupiter traveling through there, it opens doorways or brings opportunities for learning. And also for publishing and uh, connecting and travel and a lot of other things. So so that right there is a nice thing. Uh, you are uh, working the lines, and uh, that fits Jupiter up there. But let's take a look. I mean, you have uh, Scorpio at the Midheaven, and uh, the Midheaven is where we identify the kind of work a person likes to do. And uh, the way you bring in money, you have Aquarius there, which means you don't like to be tied into one spot, and uh, and Gemini on the sixth house, which is the workplace. So you're a person who uh, likes to be fixed in terms of your focus, but you like to have a lot of freedom and variables. There have to be variables and opportunities to think outside the box. So, so taking a look at that and the fact that Uranus right now is uh, basically opposing your midheaven, it's a time for you to take a leap of faith, uh, make a change that may be dramatic, and put yourself in the limelight. So uh, let's 
see what kind of limelight you like. Scorpio, of course, is the detective. It's the individual who wants to understand what is behind the mirror, you know, what what is the real seat of power, not just the king that's standing there, but what is the, where is the real power. And uh, so you're someone who looks to figure that out. You have Neptune close to the midheaven, so you're very creative in the way that you work, and you want some kind of work that would have to do with creativity, with beauty, and also with, like, putting the puzzle together. So considering all those kinds of things, really, um, I think you already know pretty much who you are. So it's just a matter of what you want to choose. A lot of time, once the kids are gone, that's what we have to do is get out there and and, and tr- start our hand at something that we uh, have thought about doing but haven't done yet. And uh, with this combination, there's a lot of things you could do. You could be teaching. You could be uh, working uh with something that's creative and beautiful, and that could be, I don't know if you have your hand in painting or photography or something along those lines, uh, Neptune brings in those kind of creative energies. And right, and you were born with Neptune in, in um, well, you weren't born with it, but you have it now. Jupiter has progressed in such a fashion that you have an activity from Jupiter to Neptune, and, and Jupiter and Neptune are the two that rule photography. They rule... Uh, that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> well, son of a banana, see, you've already been doing it. I thought you knew who you were. <laughs> well, you I just to... have to put my energy and time towards that direction. Yeah, I'd say take it to the next level is what I'm trying to say. Because as gotcha. Jupiter continues to move forward, it's going to go right over your Neptune and activate this in a big way. And that's coming up early fall. So it's right around the corner. So I'd say... Uh, look into getting your stuff seen because Jupiter wants you to be seen. And uh, you can start on the Internet. You know, if you're not familiar with places like Fine Art America, go go look it up and uh, consider starting some kind of exposure there. But then you may want to look into galleries, and they don't have to be places that are nearby. They could be places that are far away. Uh, Jupiter traveling through this house says uh, we have the ability to touch at distances, and um, uh, I, are you are you still in Tennessee? Nope, I'm in Virginia. Oh, okay, but you're still in in, in proximity on the East Coast. Yeah, uh, I'm on the East Coast. Yeah, I'm trying to figure in my head. I I do ask for cartography too, and wherever your Neptune lands uh, would probably be a good place for you to be uh, connecting or doing some business, and uh, if. Um, where you are right now actually is where Neptune is. You're basically in the Neptune line uh, anywhere 75 miles east or west of Knoxville, Tennessee. Now, I don't know if you're quite that. You, you're probably further north, right? But I don't know Are you how far east of Knoxville are you. Oh, I'm all the way on the east coast. I'm, I'm sitting in uh, Yorktown, Richmond. Okay. Well, Georgia. you might look. You might look in uh, the area of Tennessee, though, for some galleries. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's I. That's good. It, yeah. it, we we got to move on. Yes, you have a lot of callers. <laughs> okay. Well, I enjoy talking to you, Jeannie. Let us know what happens. And oh, Jean, uh, most definitely. I'll, I'll get back to Johnny in just a bit. Okay. Let's go to. 
203-910. Hi, you're on the air. Who is this? My name is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. What month were you born? What day were you born? What year? I was born in June 20th, 1975. June 20th, 1975. And what time were you born, do you know? 101 in the morning. 1.01 a.m. And where? Tucson, Arizona. Tucson. All right. If you're still there, how's your weather? <laughs> I know it's hot. <laughs> here. It's like a hundred and one night here. My family lives up there still. Oh, where are you now? I'm in Connecticut. Oh, okay. Well, you you got a whole different. That's a that's a climate of a different color for sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, did you have a specific question you wanted me to look at, or do you want me to just kind of give you what I see? Well, I, I'm just trying to look for some guidance. I have a lot going on right now, um, work-wise and uh, mm-hmm. professional and personal level. So, just for some guidance. Okay. Well, uh, I like seeing something here. Right at the front end, I have Jupiter uh, traveling. It entered your uh, seventh house, so it's going to be there for a little while, uh, approximately a year, a little over a year. Well, no, it's, it's going to travel kind of fast. It's a small house on your part, but uh, it will it will be there probably through January or so. So, um, okay. at any rate, while it's in this house, making connections, partnerships. Uh, Getting opportunity through connections, this is a good sign. Uh, Saturn is traveling through your ninth, and wherever Saturn is, we work harder. And so it's interesting you said guidance because metaphysics is spirituality and uh, taking the time to connect with who we really are. And you have Saturn in the ninth. It says, uh, I can work on my spirituality. I can work on, actually, it's a statement of grounding the spiritual when we look at Saturn in this house. So it's taking uh, the spiritual information that we can receive and taking it and grounding it down to something practical. And that's uh, traveling through that house. We will go until it gets to your midheaven. Your midheaven is Capricorn, so it's going into its own rulership as it goes up to the midheaven, which is going to make uh, give you probably a diploma. Some kind of diploma is on its way to you. Um, whenever Saturn crosses the midheaven, we receive something. Uh, either if we haven't been doing our homework, then we get knocked down. But if we have been doing our homework, we get some kind of elevation, whether it's a promotion or a certificate of greater stability or a bonus of some kind, something happens that tells us we are more stable than we were before. So well, that's, that's what we do. And that, that again, that's about um, uh, probably somewhere in three quarters of a year from now. So it's, okay. it's not terribly far away. So that's kind of good. Uh, good. Let's see what else do I see that's happening. And, uh, of course, Uranus is going through your first house, and that causes you to might not feel totally stable about the way you look at this point in your life. You might be making a lot of changes in the way you look. Uranus yeah. can bring in odd things. I mean, it can make you go, wow, I've never worn blue before, but I'm suddenly attracted to blue. That's how weird Uranus is. So you may not feel completely stable till it gets out of this house, but in the meantime, it 
uh, has already activated your Jupiter, so it probably gave you some kind of gift where suddenly you were seen more by more people. Uh, but uh, Uranus, as it goes on, it's actually today making an opposition to its natural state. So uh, the day you were born, it's opposing itself. And that uh, is indicative that you may be kind of uh, back and forth on an issue. It may have to do with relationships. It may have to do with partnerships or marriage. It may have to do uh, about your need for freedom, freedom from some relationship that you might not feel uh, free in at this time. So um, I would tell you, hold your horses. Don't get carried away, run off. Uh, give yourself a little time. Um and try to take a look at the past because uh, Uranus is on top of Chiron, progressed in Chiron's about where have we most injured ourselves or been most injured, and as a result of our wisdom have come to heal. So it's asking you to take a look at that, and it's not saying break it up and run away. It's saying take a look and then decide. So wait till Uranus is past this point and then make a decision. Don't let it drive you away because decisions that are made quickly while Uranus is traveling, are, you usually change your mind. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you. All right. Hopefully this has been helpful. I I never know anything about anybody when I talk to them, so I do my best <laughs> to do what I see. <laughs> helpful. I, I just have to think about it, and um, I appreciate your time. You bet. Thanks for calling, thank Jennifer. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Jeez, this is, blog talk is so different. We we really have to gallop here. <laughs> okay, I'm galloping. You're doing a great job. We've got Lisa in Arizona. Hi, Lisa, you're on the Hi. air. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, Lisa, tell us your date of birth. The month oh my gosh. in here. Um, 9-20... 52. Okay, so September 20th, 1952, that's like right on the cusp, huh? And what time were you born? At 8.40 in the morning. 8.40 a.m. In the morning. And where? Uh, Glendale, California. That's Glendale. in Los Angeles County. In Los County. Thank you, because there are several Glendales uh, in California. And there's one in Humboldt County. Okie dokie. So let's go take a look and see what we've got. And did you have something you wanted me to um, kind of focus in on? My, my work, please. I, I, I love the industry I'm in. I've started in it, I've, you know, I've been in it for a year. I've had some setbacks, like I got pneumonia and that kind of thing. And I'm fine now. You know, I'm fine. Uh -huh. I still have family obligations where, you know, I'm going to be taking care of my grandson when his mother goes into labor. But, you know, he's two years old. But I I just haven't made any money with my career yet. And I um, and it, it takes a lot of work. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's expected. And everyone recognizes me as, as a very hard worker. And I started with a different company, and now I'm with a different company. But the first company I started with keeps calling to check on me, and they tell me how much they miss me. And I keep wondering, well, should maybe I should go back to the first company and get on a team and 
and I won't be an independent contractor there. I'd have to punch a clock. Mm. Um, so I don't know, you know, I don't know if this is going to pay off if I stay in the present company. The bonus of staying in the present company is I make my own hours, and I just wonder if you see any income coming with this present company I'm in. Well, um, I, right now your chart uh, does not feel really, um, I don't see a lot of money flowing in. The good news is Saturn, who has been traveling through uh, your second house, which means when Saturn travels through the second house, we work, 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 but all we can do is save what we can. It's like there's nothing there. There's no extras, you know. We don't have any freedom to just spend money. Uh, but Saturn is out of that house now. It is uh, still in retrograde, and it's about to touch. It is it, it, like it's going to put a paw back into the house and turn around and come out, and that will happen on the 25th of uh, August. And so once it's uh, formally out and about, it, that will help. Now let's see if we can get some activation. Unfortunately, the activation uh, is not coming right away. Um, Jupiter has a ways to go before it's going to get into this house and really start to bring you money. Um, it will, Jupiter will get to 21 degrees, and when it does, you are going to have money. Uh, so let me just uh, kind of move your chart forward a little bit, because even though I keep Jupiter in my head, I can't get really exact in my head, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to just kind of move it forward and give me a, a minute or two here to get this uh, into some kind of alignment for you. And here it is. Um, so as it gets onto that um, uh, ascendant of yours, you're looking at about the end, the very end of August, the beginning of September. Around September 1st, it is uh, very close to uh, exact, but uh, with Saturn, so you're going to, uh, with Neptune, excuse me, and so you're going to be feel more, uh, more stable, but uh, when it actually gets you the money, the beginning of the money coming in or the money coming in is around the 27th of August. So you do have money coming in. Whether you stay where you are or go back to where you were is really just choice. Astrology cannot define those two without other charts. Okay, so I can't I can't actually divide those two companies up. I don't have a way to do that. Uh, we could yeah. at the beginning of each uh, episode, but I don't have that, and that's too much to get into here on the radio. At any rate, I would say you can make a choice. You may be feeling like making a change because you have had activity on Uranus, who sits at the top of your ninth house. And uh, I'd say stay where you are because I don't really think you're going to be happy going back to where you were. And that is more of an inclination on my part from everything you said rather than uh, an ast astrological fact. Yeah, and you're right. And maybe my intuition is speaking to me because a phrase keeps going in my head, you can never go back home. So it probably, I, in other words, I tell myself it may not be the same. You know, right. they, they say that they miss me and all of that, but I don't know what would be created by me going there. Um, you know, I'm not can I, sure. Can I throw something in here? I was waiting. Sure. Yeah. 
I was actually asking you on the inner because this is more of a psychic question than it is an actual. Yeah, um, it's it's the phrase that you should be saying to yourself is, "If I've been there and done that, I don't repeat it." There we right, go. Right, right. And yeah. you've been there and done that, and and it will never be the same, and you will always wonder. Um, you need to move forward and do something new. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now I know yeah. you're you're experiencing some stress here because uh, Jupiter is making what we call a quincunx to Jupiter. So it's like there's a part of you that fights with yourself. Uh, is this going to be acceptable? Is not. You know what? That's a pass. It's not going to stay like that. You just give it a give it a little bit so that you get into September. If in September you're still thinking about going back, that's when I would say make a decision. But I wouldn't say make it now, not while you're having activation of Uranus, which says, oh, we need to change. We need change. This isn't working. It's, it's, Uranus is more frivolous. Um, it makes you a little crazy and anxious and cuckoo. But that's why people have flings under Uranus. But it's not stable. There's nothing stable about it. So um, I'd say, you know, follow your heart. And your heart, everything you've said to me tells me your heart is saying, Stay where you are. So, oh, um, well, you're good. You may say that you're not psychic, but I think you're picking up some stuff. <laughs> no, yeah. I am psychic, uh, but I'm doing astrology here, so I have to key into a different place. Uh, but, yes, I am psychic. Yeah. I do lots of metaphysical consultations, but uh, I work with uh, with Barbara. We do it a different way. So. Yeah, uh, we don't usually have this many people calling, so we we usually take a lot longer with everybody. But we've got to move on, Lisa. But we will be back. So um, Lisa, touch us. Let us know what happens because uh, I'm telling you, uh, if you're going to decide to go back, wait at least till September when you have more clarity. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I would definitely say September is a better time too. Yeah. Oh, well, good. See, my backup. That's yeah, and, 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 and you can't make a wrong decision. Yeah, you know? well, that's, that's the rest of it. When you've got activation of Uranus, making a wrong decision is what people normally do. I've seen it, and I don't even want to go there. How many people, uh, clients, you know, and I tell them very clearly don't. But uh, every now and then somebody does, and they just hurt themselves. Well, yeah, and I hate I hate it when that happens, and they call me and say, you were right, and I have to do my happy dance. I know, that's um, the last thing I want to do is have someone call me, you were right. I would rather you call me and tell me I'm wrong and you're happy, but that's life. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be okay. I really get a really good feeling. Yeah. It's, it's I just, think- a, you know, this is this is a time where, you know, when in doubt, don't, and and just, just take it. This is a time for patience, not decision. Yeah. 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 That feels right. Yeah. Just practice breathing. Under a Uranus transit, uh, we don't feel like breathing. We feel like running. (laughs) 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 Okay. We got to move on. Thank you. Thank you. Keep posted. Let us know what happens. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye now. Okay, we've got, oh, my goodness, there's so many here to scroll through. Um, I try to keep track of who called when, because they keep dropping them in my lap here. And Okay, we've got John 
on the line here. Hi, John, are you there? I'm here. How are you doing? Doing well. Good. All yours, Michelle. Tell us your date of birth, John. It's so nice to have a man on the phone for a change. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is nice to hear a man's voice around here. Um, oh, I was born March 20th, 1983. March 20th, 1983, and the time of birth? Oh, my mom absolutely loves me for this one, 12.36 a.m. <laughs> hey, it's better than two. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. See, it just takes a little perspective sometimes. Yeah, and plus, I don't know how long your mom was in the hospital before you were delivered. That's <laughs> so true. I'm going to not... I'm going to hold my breath on that one. At any rate, where were you born? What city? Uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. Williamsburg. VA. Okie dokie. Let's go take a look. See what we've got. And did you have a specific uh, something you want me to focus in? Uh, you know, carte blanche. Go ahead. All righty then. Hey, you never know what you're going to get. All right. Well, you've just had Saturn going over your ascendant, so God bless that you're doing so good now. <laughs> because uh, when and this is over the last, uh, I'd say the last six months or so, um, certainly the last three or four months ago, it probably was somewhat intense for you. Saturn on the ascendant makes us feel pretty cold, kind of detached from ourselves, and it can make us depressed. So, you know, I always warn my clients when I see Saturn getting close and I give them a whole date line and say, this is your time. <laughs> Think happy thoughts, practice laughter, because uh, it's a transition you've got to get through. We all have it happen at different times. But once every 28 years or so, it'll go over there. And it's, uh-huh. it's uh, uh, not fun, okay? It's just not fun. And if you're in a relationship, it can be really difficult because you just seem distant and cold to everybody else, and they don't understand. And that's why astrology can be really beneficial. It keeps us from thinking we're all going crazy. (laughs) At any rate, uh, it's nice to know that you've gotten over that hump, and uh, thank God for that. In your chart, uh, Saturn, since it's just gone over the ascendant, it's... It's the ruler of your second house, which is your house of income. It's also the ruler of the way that you think. Uh, it rules both of these houses. And um, it means that you're, you're, you're someone who really does know how to take control of money. Now, let's look at your natal Saturn, Saturn and see if I lied about that. Um, <laughs> because it, it could be mitigated. Everything can be mitigated, and that's why we have to take a second look. You were born with Saturn in Scorpio, it looks like. So... Uh, no, you, you're probably someone who uh, can be very powerful with money, can be very controlling with money. Uh, you have Pluto conjunct uh, Saturn. And uh, so you're a person who should know how to handle it, and you should be good with it, and um, and you probably are good at saving it. Um, so <laughs> I hope. Um <laughs> At any rate, you don't have anything focused in that house, so how you use your money, um, you're not you're not loose with it, is what I'm trying sure. to say. Well, what's gives- funny, I just bought a house today, so... <laughs> well, that's a good thing, and that's yeah. not completely surprising. When I go to look to the fourth house, you have had Uranus traveling through that house, and when Uranus travels through that house, we make changes, as I've been talking to everybody about Uranus today for some reason. 
Um, at any rate, uh, it's now just about on top of your su- progressed son. So that I, I think you did well getting a house today. That's a very stabilizing thing, and that also makes sense with Saturn in this position. So let's see what else is going on. Jupiter, Jupiter has been up in your 10th house, so uh, things should be good in terms of your uh, ability, in terms of your career. That's usually a plus for career when it's traveling through that house. Now, it isn't without some challenges. It looks like there's a quincunx action to your progress to Mars. And uh, so the statement here is that you might have had some experiences here going back and forth about should I invest, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should. But that was a few days ago. That's not Mm -hmm. where you are now. So Jupiter has passed that stress point. Now, what's going to happen is going to hit a stress point with your Mercury. So careful, buyer's remorse. But, you you know, you should be able to go past all of that. Let's take a look and see if this is a good investment for you. I didn't look at that. Do you want me to? Sure. Yeah, so your your natal moon is uh, five uh, Gemini, so, you know, that's interesting. People with Gemini moons, they will go back and forth, should I, shouldn't I, and that's not always an easy thing for you to do. But, see, your progressed moon is what got you to where you are today, and that is a good thing. So not without challenges, your moon right now is in Virgo, and Virgo says we need to ground, we need to do things that have details, we need to know what we're doing. It's really save your pennies, spend your pennies wisely, invest wisely. So it's where your progressed moon is, and that's good. I can see that you've got a lot of stress, though, with all of this. As much as I love your energy, you have tons of stress going on. So practice relaxing. Um, <laughs> you really need to do that um, mm-hmm. because you, right now, the moon is really in a position that is not easy for you. It, uh, the moon is our emotions. And right now, your progress moon is saying, I need to have something grounded. I need to know the details. I need to know how I'm spending my money. I need to understand all of it. It's kind of like an accounting moon, if you can think Mm -hmm. about your needs being an accountant at this time. (laughs) And you also need to serve. That can also come up, uh, that you're not doing enough service in the world. Are you doing as much as you should? And uh, and that moon is stressed. It's stressed by Venus. It's stressed by Jupiter. Fortunately, you're at 14 degrees, so most of the stress is alleviated, and the moon will not go back, does not retrograde. So you should be free and clear here pretty soon. I'm looking to see if you get a nice contact. Um, The only thing you really contact with is Chiron. You don't have anything in here, (laughs) but... That moon, when you made the decision to buy this house, your part of fortune was activating Saturn and your moon was activating Saturn. So it tells me that your purchase is one that is stable and secure. And that is a good thing to hear. So anything else you wanted to look at? I got really carried away there. No, I got got to move you on. Oh, Lord. Thank you so much. In case you didn't know it, you are a 29-degree Pisces, so I know you were born on the cusp, and I meant to tell Lisa what she was, but I didn't pay attention, so sorry. Is that Pisces rising? No, no. He was born with his son at 29 degrees of Pisces. When people are born on the cusp on March 20th, they don't always know if they're Pisces or they're Aries. So is is he a split personality then? 
No. Well, his moon is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his emotion. His moon is right? in Gemini, so yeah, there's kind of a split personality going on, just a little. <laughs> okay, okay. But but it, it, it's it's not it's not something he needs to be treated for though, right? No, I think he's going to do just fine. <laughs> well, I know, I know John. I know John. So um, I like John. You know, his moon makes a direct trine to to my son, so it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> he is a cool Good. guy. Okay, Johnny, I'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Bye bye. Bye bye, John. He's the son of a good friend of mine. Um, okay, we've got Karen in Illinois. Hello there. Hi, Karen. Are you there? I'm here. Okay, fantastic. You're on. Go, oh. go, Michelle. Tell us your date of birth. Sure. It's three thirty-one seventy-one, and another March baby. March third, yes. thirty-first. <laughs> March 31st. Okay. What year uh, now? 71. Your your connection is not as loud as others. And what oh, time were you born? Uh, 9.50 p.m. 9, 50 a.m. or p.m.? P.m. P.m. And where were you born, Karen? Uh, Chicago, Illinois. Chicago. Okay. Let's see here. Let's just go and take a look. And did you want to focus on something in particular? Yes, uh, career. I'm looking for a full-time job, but I keep finding part-time jobs. Okay, let's see if I see uh, when that opportunity will arrive for you. Uh, you're mid-heaven. Are, just out of curiosity, are you looking in a, in a field that relates to service or health? Um, more, more uh, service, not really health. Yeah, service. Okay. Well, that, one of those fits you. So I just was curious. Uh, let's see here. Again, we have another. I can't believe this is. How many people have we talked to four so far? Yeah. And Uranus is active in this chart too. Wow. This is an unusual day. Uranus um, must be a blog talk sign. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, but it fits a, a congregation too. So uh, you have Uranus on top of Venus, and uh, uh, so there's some. I want to say that what's happening in your world, Uranus has been traveling through uh, the fifth house, which is the house of everything we love, and as it's going through that, it's activating. It today is right on your Venus progressed right on it's applying to your mercury and mercury rules your house so what it's saying is it's time to change we need to change we need to suddenly find a new doorway and you are in the process of doing that so the question you're asking will you find it so let's see if we've got anybody who's going to give you that who you know, got only six degrees there. Uh, when when you will find the job you want is not as soon as you want me to tell you, unfortunately. I'm going to shoot forward because uh, the doorway, now I could be, I'm not looking at your, I'm doing my best I can in the minutes we have, so I could be off, but I'm probably not. I'm um, usually pretty darn good at this. At any rate, uh, November the 7th, 
would be a date, I would say. If you haven't been applying for the dream job you want yet, this is the time. You should be the week before this, so the beginning of November, the end of October, you should be applying for things that you say, I want a dream job. I want the job that will do everything I want to do. You should have the opportunity to get it on the 7th of November. Okay. Okay? I know it's not as close as you wish I could tell you, but I can't can't make these planets do anything more than they do <laughs> well well let me let me make the let me see what the cards say here because it does feel like you have um some part time work coming up that will that will kind of equal um the the money that you need but it it feels as though for a while you have to try on a lot of different hats, so doing some part time stuff um and, and I agree totally with the November time frame. That's when you evolve into what is perfect for you, and you will attract it to you because you're going to be doing a lot of other things part-time. Yeah, and so, that Uranus does say changing hats. That I, that's such a perfect statement because the Uranus makes variables. The temporary work under Uranus fits perfectly. But when we come to November the 7th and November the 6th, You've got activation from the moon and Jupiter on your midheaven, and it's lovely. The next time you'll get Jupiter in this position will be uh, 12 years down the road. So just oh, wow. Yeah, and, and I want to I wanna also say that, that I know that it, it's been a struggle. And and it's 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 not it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be easier. But after the first of the year, you have magic and miracles, commitment to new directions, compensation and abundance coming your way. After the first of the year, you you get the harvest for all the work that you've done, and it's going to be magical. Okay, that's awesome. That that makes sense because um, I'm doing a lot of trade shows, a lot of uh, one day assignments here and there. Um, but I, that that time frame looks right because I know we have a lot of interns in our area, and they'll be going back to school in September. Uh-huh. So yeah, that makes sense. That definitely oh. makes sense. Okay, and and don't lose hope because what you've got coming is is absolutely magical. Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely what you would call a dream job. And let me say one more thing: it's something that you wanted a long time ago. It's not something that is brand new. I mean, the job will be brand new, but it's something that you wanted a long time ago. I I would even go so far as to say that you prayed for it or in a past life you wished for it. Okay. Very cool. Okay. Okay, Karen. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thanks so much for calling. Bye-bye now. Okay. Moving on. Hate to rush you. (laughs) Okay. I'm having fun. Okay. Okay. We've got um, we've got Katie in Kentucky who's been waiting patiently, and I thank you so much, Katie. Hi. You're welcome. No problem. Okay. Oh, when were you born, Katie? I was born January third, nineteen eighty-six. Third, nineteen eighty-six. You're somebody who knows how to wait. You, you've got that Capricorn energy. <laughs> that okay. So, uh, what time were you born? I was born at two fifty-four p.m. Two fifty-four p.m. I'm in, in alignment with time. Sorry, Toledo, Ohio. Is that what you said? And um, Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, Louisville. 
Yeah, sometimes I wonder about my connection. <laughs> what planet are you on, Avanti? I don't know. Last I looked, it was Earth, but shoot, it's easy to move around. Okay, let's take a look at where, oh, wowie, what a chart. Okay, <laughs> you have everything kind of piled up on the right side of your chart. You only have one planet on the left. Everything else is on the right, so I'll just tell you this up front. You are an individual who came into this lifetime and said, I am willing to do what I need to do to clean up karma and to be here under the control of my highest power. That sounds like me. Oh, what a life. Okay, so now, <laughs> that's, you know, for those who don't understand that, that's a challenge. Okay, so... um Tell me, tell me what you might want me to focus on. Here we go. Another Uranus activity. I can't believe this. Every single person. Um, Saturn in your chart, Saturn in the sky is right over Uranus in your chart. And it is about to station right on top of Uranus in your chart. So we have to talk about this, okay? On August the 25th, it will station. When a planet stations on top of a planet in your chart, you do not forget what happens on that day. It sticks, okay? Really? Sometimes it's a terrible thing. Sometimes it's a wonderful thing. Saturn uh, in your chart actually rules your house of career. It rules uh, the public, okay? And Uranus rules your career, and it's in your house of uh, intimate uh, or close uh, one-on-one relationships, uh, marriage, partnership. So something is about to hit, and um, it is, it's not an easy combination. That's not an easy combination. What I want you to do more than anything is to be just extra careful on August 24th and 25th. 24th it will be applying, 25th it is on top of it, 26th it will be leaving. So those are three days to be careful. Uh, In any connection you have with an older person, a person who may be in a position of authority, such as a, a boss, a policeman, a father, someone who might be your landlord, banker, think of people in positions of authority. I want you to be extremely careful with anyone who may be talking to you or connecting with you during those those days, okay? Okay. okay. It may seem odd. Just, just do it. Okay? okay. And also pay attention uh, when you're driving your car or talking on the phone and driving your car, which would be even far worse uh, because, this combination could bring some kind of an accident, uh, maybe not even to you, but it may involve you because you weren't paying close attention. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes people have an accident to you, and then you accidentally hit them because you didn't realize you no. were going to hit them because they didn't realize they were going to hit the person in front of them? Yeah, uh, that's I do. the kind of combination, but what concerns me is Saturn also rules all the bones in the body, and... Uh, oh. Various rules, the thighs and the body. So I want you to just be a little extra cautious. I'm not saying anything bad like that is going to happen. I'm just saying it's possible. Got it? Okay. Got it. Uh, I will add to that that Mars 
on that day. Uh, 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 at this point in time, Mars is in a quincunx, so it will not be in a quincunx then, so thank God for that. You should go look just to make sure you're safe because I would be really upset if I heard anything that made me more upset. So I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to go look just to make absolutely okay. sure. Uh, I don't like to leave anybody where they could be hurt and I didn't cover something. And I, just to give you a cute story, my husband years ago, uh, I had been watching his chart and I told him on this particular day, Joe, be careful with anything metal. This chart says if you could hurt yourself, please pay attention. Then I made him a long list of things that are metal from cars to, you know, whatever I thought of. Anyway, he came home that night and he said to me, you forgot to tell me about weights. Weights, <laughs> no. metal, and he dropped one on his foot. Fortunately, um, he didn't say anything, but uh, I can't cover it all, so do your best. Um, okay. And the good news is that on this point in time, at this point in time, Mars transiting has moved to a position of 23 degrees, so it has a certain amount of activity. It's still active, uh, but it is in a supporting position, so you're going to be fine. That's what okay. I wanted to okay. yeah, let, me, let, let me add just something, too. In the 12th house, because I do houses, too, um, <laughs> in the 12th house here, and the, the 12th house is that which is hidden. Uh, you know, it's institutions and a lot of other things, but it's also that which is hidden. I see great abundance. And so for in, in the September time frame, I would encourage you to, from time to time when you feel compelled to, to get a single lottery ticket because it appears that you're going to have very good luck. Really? Yes. And I... I I can concur with that. Right now, you should be doing really well in terms of your uh, your career. You should be doing really well. Your progressed sun on the, has just crossed the midheaven in the last two years. And uh, as it crossed the midheaven, it is applying to your Jupiter, which you have in the 10th house. Anytime we get a conjunction between the sun and Jupiter, we are in the money. Uh-huh. So you should be fine from now for the next three years Certainly. And, yeah, well, so, and, and don't go crazy by one. Okay. You need one. Yeah. It only takes one. And actually, you could buy it on this day or around this time because you have all this activation. And in gambling, astrology and gambling, uh, hard aspects produce more money and windfalls than soft aspects. Okay, for hmm. astrology, they understand that. For you, you didn't understand what I said. But where we have <laughs> um, where we have challenges, it actually is a better win or a bigger win. So this whole period is good for you because you're getting activation of those progressed planets. So uh, yeah. And, and, and my only my only advice is pay attention to what she was saying about being cautious. Because mm-hmm. if you did win a great deal of money, you would have relatives coming out of your belly button, and you don't want that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's those for... in positions of authority. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Absolutely. Katie. Thanks so Thank much so for much. calling and waiting. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Thank you. No problem. You have a great night. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Thanks, Katie. <clears throat> okay. I don't see that kind of a a thing that often, so that that, that looks oh, fortuitous. Yeah. 
can tell you I've had how many people in my life have asked me that, and and I had one person that I actually said, okay, this is good, and she looked at me and she says, I just won today, and she had <laughs> won cruise to Australia and a million dollars. Not bad. Did you raise your prices? No, of course not. You know me. <laughs> yes, I know you. Raise prices. Okay, so. we've got JD here um, on hold. Are you there, JD? Yes, ma'am. Okay, Michelle, he's all yours. All right, JD. What's your date of birth? Ten seventeen sixty-seven. October seventeenth, nineteen sixty-seven. You're born. My my best buddy, my dog Bubba, is born October seventeenth. <laughs> But 2006, he's a baby. Okay, so what time were you born, J.D.? That is a good question. I do believe I was born in the a.m., but I was adopted, so I I never got to meet my real mother. Okay, so we're going to just put you in at 6 a.m. That means that the houses will be off. Do you know where you were born, what year? I mean, what place? Excuse me. Saginaw, Michigan. Saginaw. I think there's a song that has that in Saginaw. Okay, Michigan, MI, let's go. And go take a look. Now, do you want me to focus on anything in particular, J.D.? Um, No, it's free reign here. All righty, then we'll just go take a look and see what is on the angles first. And uh, you have Saturn approaching. It's, like I said earlier, Saturn's retrograde right now, so it's not moving towards uh, yet. August the 25th, it'll start moving uh, where it starts to activate your Mars. And there'll be a conjunction with your natal Mars, which is right uh, in your house. It rules the house of the mind. So Saturn on top of Mars says that you're going to be doing probably some research, or if you're planning, I don't know if you're planning on doing research, but this is under this combination, you would be um, very good at doing research. Saturn uh, will then be applying to uh, the fourth house cusp, which is your home. So you may be doing research that uh, has you considering purchasing a home or maybe looking at houses or real estate or property uh, because uh, Saturn rules your house of property right now. Uh, Today, as we're talking, the moon is in this house, so you may even be thinking about it at any rate. Um, of course, we don't really know your houses for absolute sure. I made it for 6 a.m. So, Well, you're, uh, you're pretty close here because that's about the time I'm looking for a, a, a new place. So, Okay, well, good, because once Saturn gets into this house, you will have found it more than likely, and you will become stable in it. So to give you an idea when that uh, will happen, that's it's not tomorrow by any means. Uh, so, but uh, it will be completely into your uh, fourth house if we're close by January. So, and it just depends on how close we are on timing your birth time, uh, whether or not. And you know what? You should really keep a reference when you do buy that house and you move in and you feel stable, write that date down and hang on to it. The next astrologer can use that information to help you find the time of your birth. Okay. Okay. Uh, That kind of information is what we look for. 
and you just got me so, and we're close. All right, let's see what else is going on. Um, I should ask you this question. It will also help us rectify this chart. Are you a pretty handsome man? Yes, he is. Oh, you know uh, him. Well, I, okay, I'll, I'll go with that. Okay. Uh, I don't well, think so, but. Well, yeah, people who people never know how good looking they are. Um, at any rate, this is probably close in the chart because here at 6 a.m., okay, the chart just has zero degrees of Libra on the ascendant. So this, again, would be a huge clue. If you had Virgo on the ascendant, you would just be pretty lanky and thin. Uh, but if – and that, there are mitigations to that, so anybody who's listening, it's not always the case. But Libra on the ascendant is always pretty darn good-looking. Um, an example, a lot of the time they also have dimples, uh, people with Libra on the ascendant. You also, if the chart is close to accurate, Uranus is in what we call a high leg to the ascendant, which means you would be an incredibly intelligent man. So these are things you take into account when you're looking. I can't tell those things over the phone. I can't see you, and I haven't had a long conversation, so I can't identify your intelligence. But these things you should know. Okay. Oh wow! Well, you're pretty spot on so far. Uh, uh, my, minus, I don't think I had the dimples, but my uh, my children did. Ah, interesting. Very interesting. Well, um, you know, if, if this is accurate, uh, Jupiter is in your second house, and the one thing that is accurate it is conjunct your Venus at this time. So this should be a good time for money for you should be a really good time for money. Whenever we get Jupiter on top of progressed Venus, there should have been some money that may have come in recently. So that may be why you're getting ready to move or buy a house. But uh, as long as Jupiter continues through this house, it's usually pretty good for money. So, And that will be uh, about a full, uh, about 12 months from now, if this is accurate. It's certainly going to be within that time frame somewhere. Uh, so that's kind of exciting. And the other thing that's really interesting about this is you've got a Jupiter is sextile to your natal Jupiter, so you definitely should have had some doorway for, for money uh, opening up recently. And it could even be sometimes Jupiter can be also an inheritance. This chart does not indicate an inheritance. At least I haven't found the location to – uh, well, it could have been, actually, uh, because this chart actually does indicate that uh, there is activity with your uh, natal Mars, and Mars, according to this time of birth, does rule your house of inheritance. So uh, I don't know that's some of the indications. Sometimes inheritances are money. Sometimes they're other things. But uh, that seems to be part of it. So, And it may... Weirdly, I'm going to say some one of those weird things. It could have been an inheritance that has to do with your own health. It could be an inheritance that has to do with something that comes through the workplace or service. So those things are also viable. Does any of that well, make sense? I inherited okay. my father's stubbornness. So. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> um, you uh, might want I, to work. I'm trying. It's 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 hard though. It's it's a tough one. 
Well, I usually tell people that if you're stubborn, it's because you're so intelligent that uh, until someone can gain your trust, you have a right to be stubborn. So I don't know. I find that with horses anyway. So let's <laughs> <laughs> true. That it? works too. We we got to move on. All right. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, ladies. Okay, J.D., well, thanks I for calling. Fortune and uh, good, good, find a good house because I'm sure you will. You've got some good good markers there that indicate you should. All right. Thank you. Take you care do. now. Bye-bye. Bye. I think you hit him pretty dead on, actually. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can know only- you. I know, I know you don't know, but I, I do. <laughs> okay, we've got Keisha. Hi, Keisha. How are you doing today? Keisha, are you there? Uh, I hope she's not on mute. Nope, she's not. Okay, mm. we're going to move on, and uh, we'll come back to her. Um, she'd been waiting for a long time, so... Yeah. Um, she may have gone out for coffee or something. We've got yeah. Ellen. Ellen in New York. Hi, Ellen. Are you there? Hi, Barbara. Hi, Hi. Michelle. This is Ellen. Hi, Ellen. So when are you born, Ellen? Uh, May 26th, 1956, in Brooklyn, May New York. 1956. Time of birth? 3.30 p.m. 3.30 p.m., and where in New York were you born? Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, and that's Brooklyn in Queens, New York, right? Brooklyn in Kings County. That's right, right, right. Okay, yeah. That's the main one. Yeah. The other one is upstate, so, and most people are not born upstate, so. <laughs> so, Brooklyn Hospital, and select that. Okie dokie, and let's go take a look. So what, do you, what is it? Do you have any concerns that you want me to take a look at? But I, I have so many concerns that I can't identify a single one, so I'll let you look at it and see what pops out at you. <laughs> well, the good you also have Libra rising, except yours is already at 10 degrees, so we know yes. you're beautiful. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> I'm not going to argue there. I don't think you should. And uh, let's see, Jupiter is active in your chart. It's just gone over your ascendant. So that's, you know, sometimes Jupiter going over the ascendant uh, can be, uh, we we become so free with ourselves that we, we open up and it's a great time to get your picture taken. I'd recommend it if you need a picture taken because when Jupiter's there, it comes out nice. And not that you're not photogenic to begin with, so... Let's see what's going on. So your midheaven, you've got cancer up at the midheaven, and uh, that makes you a person who, and you have actually the water signs on all of your work cusps, so I'm not sure what you do for a living, but uh, you could be someone who nurtures people. You definitely do that in one form or another, whether it's uh, counseling, health. uh, My God, you could even do surgery, but uh, uh, it can be also a someone who cooks for people, a chef, uh, someone who prepares meals or, or sells homes or provides homes for people in some form or another. All of that is viable under this combination. Uh, so let's see, you have Uranus, though, in the 10th house. Here we go with Uranus again. Uh, you were born 29 degrees of cancer. So, you know, with Uranus in this house, you're someone who 
you have to have a job that gives you variety or you will go cuckoo. So you have to have something that, you know, whether it's you drive back and forth to different places or you have a variety of different clients, you have to have variety. And that's really, really important. So let's see what's going on. We have any activation of that midheaven? Uh, not really. You've had heart activation short in the last uh, few months that may have challenged your you in terms of your career. But uh, let's see how you've got. Tell me what you mean by that. Tell me what you mean by that. Heart activation well, may have challenged my career. Sometimes a challenge with uh, Jupiter can be that you have more work than you can handle. It can be uh, like you're, okay. you, you, you have to do more than normal. And it could be overdoing it, and you have to be careful that you don't uh, wear yourself out. It can also be that uh, you're ch- challenged with more responsibilities. Um, and, and it's not so much responsibilities as expansion that can turn into responsibilities. So you could be given, uh, you could even be given a new title, uh, and it could be a promotion. I didn't look to see if something else was giving you a promotion. It could be a promotion because Jupiter can provide that, but it still becomes a challenge because it's more than you were doing before. So that's pretty much what I mean by it. Have you experienced okay. that? Yeah, no change in title, but I did get um, a good raise, but there's also been an increase in my responsibilities over the last year year or two. So there's yeah. a lot on my plate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it puts a lot on your plate. Uh, the nice thing that's coming up is as Jupiter gets into the 23-degree mark, it's going to make a sextile to itself and to Pluto. So this is a date you want to be kind of aware of. It's going to give you an opportunity to get something that you are wanting, something that you've been dreaming about getting, Uh, an opportunity that might include travel. It can be something that empowers you so you can travel, or it could be a conference that you've always wanted to go to, somewhere you wanted to go to learn something. Uh, And that's coming up for you, and it's not far down the road. Uh, Let me see here. I'm just going to give you an idea. It's going to be in September, right, right at the beginning of September. Okay, so that's I will look on that. Pretty exciting, and uh, I would definitely, uh, if it is an, if you don't see it as an opportunity in the beginning, go look again because it is an opportunity, and I would take advantage of that if I were you. So, can, okay. can I ask? Can I ask if you're in a relationship right now? No, I'm not. Um, not even the beginnings of one. No. Um, yeah. It feels like to me from what I'm seeing here that you are avoiding it because it's an area you need to work on. Oh. Yeah. I thought I'd been working on it. Oh, okay. You have an opportunity as it stands to have a wonderful fling. I'm not going to say it's a stable relationship by any means because here we are with Uranus again, but it's a trying to Pluto in your house of wishes and dreams and that says there's an opportunity to suddenly in, be in a some kind of a relationship with someone who is in a position of power, a powerful person, a person who may even be an international person, a person who may be a leader in the world. Um, there is an opportunity for that uh, to perhaps change the way that you look at everything. At yeah, any let, rate, let, yeah let, let me also say it, it's very obvious you've been working at it. But the only way to know if you were getting things right is to have a relationship to sort of 
it feels like the person coming that is going to be the, a fling or a, rela- a relationship is kind of like training wheels, and, and I think you're going to fine-tune yourself beautifully, and after the first of the year, there's a major relationship. Oh, that's nice. I would, I would definitely go with that because I see that flings are always training wheels in the way that I see them. Uh-huh. Even and how how you handle a fling is really a choice. You, you know, a fling can be something that's more in your head with the person than it is anything physical with the person. It's always a choice. So see where it goes, but give yourself the freedom to explore it. I'm uh, seeing new underwear, so I think this is this is a physical fling. <laughs> oh, you are it? Person I know who looks at underwear. <laughs> Only new. <laughs> I know, I know. You kill me. Oh my God, Barbara, you're one of a kind. At any thank rate, God. <laughs> I do thank God. I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> oh my well, gosh. Anything uh, else well, we want to say here? Let's see. I, well, also, I want to, I you know, you're, you're extraordinarily um, spiritual, and that's an important part of your life. And because of the intense spirituality you've got going on inside of you, um, I strongly advise you to not do dating services of any kind, but to let spirit bring the person to you. That may very well be what this uh, September thing is, as, as Barbara's bringing that up, because... Remember I said it could be a conference, a powerful yes. conference that could empower you. That could be a spiritual conference. You could go to some spiritual conference, and uh, that may be where you connect with someone. That would not surprise me at all. I am going to look at my calendar, and I think I know what to, to look for. Now, if you don't mind, could I just explain that this week um, it's been rest and relaxation, a small vacation, But I found myself unusually sensitive, and it was like, I thought I was, I mean, like almost like high school sensitive. Um, (laughs) What happened? Was there something planetary going on? Well, you know, first off, your progressed uh, moon is in Pisces right now, and it's in that 17-degree mark. uh, And so it is being activated by uh, the sun, so this period of time is something that could activate your emotions in a very um, – it's, it's challenged challenge by the sun. So it's going to open it up and activate you in a way that's kind of uh, naive or, um, I want to say, dreamy. Um, I don't really use the word childlike in this, but it could be. It's, it's more of um, a romance, a romantic kind of energy. Uh, and while you have the moon traveling, it's been this way for 17 months now, and it will continue for another, uh, whatever it is, 13 months. And uh, while it's in this position, there is a desire uh, to merge with another person. There is a desire to have a relationship uh, at a level that uh, is not just, you know, I want to share my day with someone. It's it's much more than that. It's much. It's deeper. hormonal. Well, it could be that. 
but um, yeah, it's at another level. It is hormonal, but yeah, uh, the planetary level, it's it is actually a resonance from uh, the moon to you. Uh, you're resonating with this energy that says, um, I want to merge with another uh, because it will elevate uh, my understanding of spirit. It's Uh a much stronger thing. And what's happened in this period of time that you're in is Pluto has been activating that moon. Uh, So it isn't just the sun like now, but it's also Pluto has been activating it. And uh, Pluto is all about the depths of emotions. And so the question of intimacy and the question of uh, how do we have a relationship that lasts forever that is an intimate relationship and stays intimate and stays romantic, Uh, those are some serious questions. But uh, that sextal is there, and that sextal isn't going away anytime real soon. So every time the Pluto comes back and hits it, you're going to have some of those feelings. It's uh, it's not right on it right now, but it has been. So it's yeah. applying. Yeah. So. Well, I want to say thank you so much, ladies. Um, this is a very insightful reading, and it's given me so much to look forward to, particularly in September, and I have some homework to do. Thank you. Okay, take care. <laughs> you're welcome. Thanks for calling, Ellen. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. I, that felt hormonal to me. Um, <clears throat> we've got, oh, let me see here. We've got Anne. Hi, Anne. Are you there? I'm here. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, it's our pleasure. And your date of birth, Anne? My date of birth is February 20th, 1956, at 12.18 p.m., in Blue Island, Illinois. Blue Island? I've never heard of Blue Island. Sounds lovely. It does. It's rare that somebody gives me a name I haven't heard. <laughs> In the last 30 years, has heard a lot of names. <laughs> I can well imagine. Okay. Uh, Blue Island, Illinois. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so did you have anything you wanted me to look at in particular? Um, no, I'm going to trust uh, the universe and just go for whatever you say. Okie dokie. So let's take a look. What I really see that's kind of interesting is, uh, I've mentioned this before, Saturn's going to go direct August 25th. Well, when it goes direct at August 25th, it will start to apply to your Mars. And you have Mars right on the cusp of your seventh house, which is the house of relationships, uh, marriage, intimate. Uh, they're one-on-one, tightly connected relationships. So any kind of partnership would be that. And to have Saturn conjoin uh, Mars on that site says that there could be uh, a focus at that time uh, a male relationship, uh, the energy is definitely male here, uh, but it can be an older male, and uh, there is indications that this is someone that uh, you have asked for or or dreamt of. Are you already in a relationship, and is this something that is something different that's coming in? No, I haven't dreamt of anybody, no, or, or, or I'm not in a relationship, no. 
are you interested in something coming into this is not when we have a conjunction it doesn't just open up and step on your doorway you actually have to do a little work to get there but uh if you're interested it's it's about to step up uh to where you can do something and get there um the statement is uh you've got it's it's mars energy it's lots of mars energy and uh it can come it it has the possibility of coming through going out and doing something in public, connecting in public, it, and it does have the possibility of being an intimate connection, but it would be someone probably older than you. But it looks like um, it's something that you want, you wish for, you've asked for, and um, it, it's kind of an interesting combination. Let me see if we've got any other activation at this period that might might add to this. So I could tell you more about how you can make this connection or where. And I I don't actually see anybody else supporting, but of course it's not here yet. It's a few days down the road. It's a, f- a few weeks down or a month. I guess it's even a month away, isn't it? August yeah. 20 is more than a month away, so that's why I'm not seeing it. I, I see her letting go of emotional stuff from the past that clears the way for mm-hmm. someone new to come in. Almost as though you still have some of the red flags from a past relationship and you need to let go of them in order for someone else to come in. Oh, I would say most important relationship for you to review and clear would be with your father um, because Saturn will represent the father in these kinds of experiences. And now that I've moved it forward, what I see is, is a fantastic sextile to a uh, trine. Excuse me, it's better than a sextile. It's a trine. There is a doorway there, and it comes through communication, whether it's through a sibling or through a neighbor or through somebody in your neighborhood. Uh, it's empowering the person. should be known to you from what I can see, um, whether you're – you know, fully aware of them or not is another question. But that's a fabulous sextile. It brings in all kinds of positive things where Saturn doesn't necessarily say anything uh, about positive. It talks of responsibilities. But I will warn you of this, okay? Uh, When you get into this moment or this connection, and it will be a good one, there's no question about it, do not marry while Saturn is in your seventh house. I never would recommend that to anyone. Uh, you wait till Saturn is out or Jupiter is in. So just call in again when I'm on the air and we'll figure it out, okay? Yeah. Well, you only have to worry about me getting married, trust me. <laughs> okay, then. I'm not going to worry then. Good, because I, I would if you did that. Um, yeah. And for anybody listening, pay attention. This is important information. Yes. And as, as far as a uh, an intuitive based career, do you see that coming to fruition? Oh, wow. You have so much there. Why don't you just move forward on it? Why do you even question that? You have. You were born uh, with the sun at the midheaven in Pisces. What more could you ask for? You know, you have <laughs> Neptune 
making a direct trine to that sun. You are a highly intuitive individual, and having in the ninth house at the midheaven is indicative that you have the ability to make a career of it, that it is an investment in you that you can have. It's just a matter of saying, I am here. Uh, Go forward with it. What are you waiting for? Wow. Let me see. And your, your progressed moon right now is actually stressing you and asking you, are you going to do it or aren't you? Yes. Wow. You know, it's it's right there, right at that zero degree point, which is making a stress action to your son. You can wait a month and then it won't be stressing you as much. Or you can wait 30 months and then it will be trying your son and you have to do it. So oh. your choice. Your choice. Yeah, I would I would watch out when we uh, tend to fight or not go with the flow. We have these moments that I lovingly call my two-by-four moments when the universe gets tired of waiting for you to take action and shoves you into it. Yeah, you, you should move forward. You know, your progressed son right now is making a sextile to your son. So basically, a year ago, it called you to do this, and you didn't. Well, you know, the reason why I called tonight is because mm-hmm. I really felt the energy kind of amp up, and my only hesitation is I don't think I'm good enough. Well, that's a oh, good place to be. Geez. Humility is wonderful. Yeah, it's wonderful, but you know what? You don't need that right now. The fact of the matter is you are good enough. Everyone is good enough. You're divine. Accept that. You're a divine person. There are people out there who can hear you who can't hear me and can't hear Barbara. That's why we are so different, all of us. We need you because there are people who are waiting to hear from you. Good enough has nothing to do with anything. It has to do with who you are, the vibration you have, and your ability to touch people who will meet that vibration. It's like a magnet, and they're waiting to connect. Get out there and do it. Do not compare yourself to anyone. There is no one that you can compare to. You are unique. You are one of a kind, and so is every single person who is listening to my voice at this moment. Step into being you. And allow that to be more than enough. I hope well, you heard thank me. You. <laughs> and give us a call back and let us know what's going on. Yes, I will. Thank you so very much. You made me You're feel welcome. better. Thank you. You're very You're welcome. welcome. Take care thank now. You. Okay, we've got another Anne. This Anne is in California. Hi, Anne. Yes, hi. Thank you so much for taking my phone call. And you're welcome. Michelle, I can give you my date of birth. The problem that I, my mom is not sure about the time of my birth. That's okay. We'll work with it. Um, let's get the date first, though. It's May 31st, 1959. 1959. And what does your mom say? Does she have any idea? Is she close within a few hours? or? Yes. She told me very early around 6 o'clock. When In the, the church, morning? Yes. Yeah, she, she told me when the church uh, bell rings. 
Ah. And I don't know what time they're in. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, let's say 6 a.m. and we, we, we can kind of get a feel for it and see where it goes. Um, and where were you born? Oh, I was born in Ukraine. Uh, what's the city? Kiev, K-I-E-V. Kiev, okay. Well, let me get that in there. It might take me just a little more time than usual. Yeah, let's see if it... She just automatically picked it up right away. No problem. All righty then. And let's go take a look. And is there anything in particular you wanted to look at, Anne? Yes, I'm I'm interested in the relationship, kind of long-term relationship, not a fling. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good thing that you called today because the moon is just on top of your, just about on top of your Saturn, so I can see why you would be Saturn is in this house, the seventh house, and even if you were born a little earlier or a little later, it's probably still in the seventh house. Now, I want to ask a question that may be difficult for you. Um, have you had a relationship before that was not good, that maybe you took on the responsibility and the other person was not really as responsible as they should have been? Yeah, it's been like this. Um, yeah. So you have to really... This is where you have to really pay attention to break this because you're born with Saturn in this house, and when we have Saturn in the seventh house, we can take all the we can be the person who carries the burden for the other person, and that is not what you want. So you want to find somebody who brings Jupiter into this house to change the whole pattern, and so you need to say to Spirit, I want someone who brings Jupiter to my Saturn. It can be done. I've seen it. Okay? So just tell Spirit that's what you want. Right now, Saturn is approaching here. So, um, yeah, it's not It's not the, well, I won't say it's not the best time, but it's, like I said to the to the Anne before, don't or the person before, I don't know who it was I talked to, um, when Saturn comes into the seventh house, it's not a time to marry, so you'd wait. Uh, till it got out of that house, uh, which is about a two-year period, two and a half years. In your case, probably about two years. The house is not that big. So, uh, oh, one second. Let me ask you. I I looked at my horoscope. I am Gemini, and it was saying that Saturn will be out of marriage house at the end of this year. It, am I wrong or something? Uh, n- not. I don't know what they're referring to. You're, according to the horoscope that I've just created for you for 6 a.m. Kiev, um, mm-hmm. you have Gemini rising and you have Sagittarius, of course, on the seventh house cusp. It's 25 degrees Sagittarius, and Saturn is 22 degrees 55 minutes of Sag right now. Uh, when it goes direct in August, it will be 21 degrees of Sag. So it has to go past 25 degrees, 19 minutes to get into that house. And it has to go, if this chart is close to accurate, it will have to go past 12 degrees of Capricorn for it to get out of this house. So it is not even in there yet. So I don't know what you read or what they were trying to refer to. I'm not sure I understand. Um, Uh, What I read that in Gemini in the last two years, this Saturn was in the marriage house, and it leaves the marriage house and moves to another house at the end of this year. That's well, what I no, thought. You, you have to understand that it mm-hmm. that it can be in any house, and and a relationship can can start. 
it doesn't have to be in that relationship. It, it doesn't have to be in that place for a relationship to occur. No, no, it has nothing to do with the relationship occurring. Um, what I am, what I refer to is whenever Saturn actually gets into the seventh house in your chart, not somebody else's chart, but in your chart. Oh, uh, I see. It, it, you have to. It's not <sighs> under that aspect because it will just increase the issue for you rather than we want to reverse this issue so that you no longer have to carry a burden in a relationship. We want you to have joy in the relationship. So you look for a partner who will bring Jupiter into this house or you marry with Jupiter in this house or a a man who might bring the sun into this house. Someone is going to bring you joy. Uh, Jupiter and the sun are both very joyful. And uh, so that's what we want. And the aspect best for you would be Jupiter activating uh, the seventh house cusp. You were born with Sagittarius on this cusp. Even if it was a little earlier, a little, a little later, it's still Sag on this cusp. Uh, the, the degrees that change, the ascendant and descendant, you've got to, every four minutes it goes one degree. There are 30 minutes in a sign, so it's more than likely this is your ascendant and descendant. But uh, Jupiter right now uh, traveling through your, is traveling through your house of, of love, falling in love. You could easily fall in love while Jupiter is in this house, especially early uh, coming up um, as Jupiter changes signs early this fall uh, because you have Neptune at four degrees. So this is once Jupiter conjoins Neptune and it's sitting in this house, and we're hopeful that it's actually in this house because I don't know your exact time, uh, you have more than likely an opportunity. But when Jupiter gets to 22 degrees of Scorpio, which is coming up next year, uh, you could have a marriage proposal. And it would not surprise anyone who's an astrologer. Um, Let me go forward uh, and just see uh, and give you some dates here for these connections. I'm sorry, so I'm a little bit confused. You told me that it's another two years until I may have a... Oh, no, no, I didn't say that. It's a misunderstanding. I know we have a a little bit of a language thing here because I know you have a dialect, and God bless you that you speak Uh. English. I mean, it's amazing to me, people who are bilingual. But uh, what I said was don't marry while Saturn is traveling through your seventh house. That is completely Uh. different than you falling in love and getting a marriage proposal. When you get that marriage proposal, call us. When I'm on the line, I will dig it out for you and tell you when Saturn will be free. Okay? So you can say, we are going to get married on this date. Okay? And if you do call at that time, call with your boyfriend or husband or fiancé's information so we can see that. Can we just move in and not get married? (laughs) Absolutely. Of course, you could certainly do that, not get married. That is excellent. I don't have a problem with that at all. Anyway, (laughs) Jupiter is going to be applying to Jupiter in in, um, January, January, the beginning of January. Uh, So you've got it active right through um, March. It will still be active in March. So this is very exciting. That's a big... Period of time for you to be uh, connecting in a relationship, 
and uh, and getting possibly a marriage proposal. There's an opportunity for that at that point in time. But uh, the longevity of the relationship may not even work, right? No, I didn't say that at all. Longevity no. is a... I can't identify the longevity of the relationship unless I have the relationship available to me. You okay. were born a person who will go for the distance. The problem is the people that you've connected with have not been good choices because you're also born uh, with the issue that uh, you will end up taking on the responsibility in a relationship. And so your lesson in this life is not to do that. You have to choose someone who will be an equal partner to you, someone who will care for you as much as you care for them, and someone who will be responsible for the relationship as much as you are. That's the kind of choice you have to make. If you um, get into a relationship, an astrologer can help you identify who this person is. That is, you know, when I used to teach my classes, I used to tell my students, relationship astrology is relationship insurance. Because when you connect with a person, you an astrologer can tell you if they're honest, they can tell you what they bring into your life, even if you don't have a time of birth, if you just have the date, I can tell you what they're bringing to your chart. So there's a lot of information that may not be available to you immediately in the relationship, but is available through astrology. Yeah. So let's, let's find the person first. Well, I yeah. think it's going to happen. So, and this looks like a very good find because Jupiter to Jupiter to Jupiter. You've got Jupiter on top of your progression, on top of your natal, all at the same time. And Jupiter rules your house of marriage. Uh, it's sitting, it's traveling right now through your house of workplace. Uh, I mean, your house of love, falling in love. So um, Jupiter on top of Neptune, which is coming up here very shortly, uh, the end of October, uh, the very beginning of November, you could intuitively connect with a person. I would go out, I would look at that time frame and say, if there's any parties that someone's inviting you to, some social event that you're interested in, intuitively feel drawn to, go. Because it's Jupiter on top of Neptune in Scorpio, highly intuitive. You will connect with someone that you probably have been in a relationship with in some past life that was a joyful, positive, good relationship. Okay, so I need to start looking between now and and November, right? Well, I'd say uh, the end of October, the beginning of November is your period of time where you most likely should connect with someone. So go to any party or any invitation or anything that you feel drawn to. Uh, it would be a social event is what I'm saying, some kind of social experience. Uh, it could be uh, a neighborhood party. It could be uh, a, a Halloween party. You know, I don't know what it will be, but it could just be a chamber of commerce or it could be a spiritual meeting, maybe some satsang is opening and you say, oh, I'm going to go join the satsang for the night, whatever. Um could be a yoga class. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We, we've we've got to move on in. <laughs> we okay. got to go. Think in Thank terms you of so much. loudings, okay? 
Okay, thank you so much, Michelle. Yeah. I really appreciate this reading. You, thank you so Gary, much. God bless you. Bye-bye. God bless you also. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Now we have a poor lady that's gotten knocked off and knocked off and knocked off. She was the first caller, but she keeps getting dropped, so we're going to pick her up before she before she falls off again. <laughs> Hi, Trish, are you there? <laughs> I am. Thank you for finding me. <laughs> Okay, Uh, what is your date of birth? uh, My date of birth is 9-18-60, Rochester, New York, at 10.48 p.m. Okay, let me get that. September 18th, 19.60. What time of birth again? 10.48 p.m. 10.48 p.m. in Rochester, New York. You don't want to hear what we used to say about Rochester. I went to school at RIT, so... I can only imagine. Yes, we had terrible things we said about Rochester. Oh, dear God. Very unkind. (laughs) How unspiritual. (laughs) Yes, it was not spiritual at all. We were terrible. Okay, that's freshman in college. What do you expect? Okay. Anyway, let's take a look at your chart. What was it that, uh, is there anything in particular that you want me to focus on? Um, I'm you can go pretty general, but I do have a possible legal issue coming up. Ooh, okay. Well, oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you one thing about legal for you to begin with, okay? Okay. <laughs> uh, anything to do with the sharing of other people's resources, you need to be cautious and careful. That, when I say uh, that could be uh, a mortgage broker, that could be an investment broker, that could be taxes, they could be uh, credit card companies. These are com- all of these are what we call sharing of resources, and uh, you will probably come out on top despite. But anytime I see Saturn in the house, in that house, I know that you stand to have experiences that are not good under hard aspect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see where the planets are right now and what's helping you. The fact that you have you were born with Saturn in rulership in Capricorn tells me you're you have a better chance of coming out on top than anybody. Okay, so that's the good news. So let's see. Uh, Jupiter right now is at 14. So Jupiter right now has been making a direct square to Saturn, and it is directly squared within uh, what less than 12 minutes. Um, within uh, a square to your um, progressed Saturn. So that is a legal issue right there on the table, and it could have to do with a relationship. It could have to do with children, uh, and sometimes children, as far as spirit is concerned, and astrology is spirit, um, it can have to do with a business, something we've created that stands up on its own. It could be a book. It could be a real living child, too, but... Uh, anytime we're coming through this house, that's the kind of uh, challenge it can represent. So uh, right now, uh, that's how that challenge is going. Uh, Pluto is in retrograde and in that house, also not helpful, a horrible combination. Um, But let me just see if Pluto is going to, how far back Pluto will go. Uh, It stations direct at 16 Capricorn. So it doesn't hit it. That's good news, okay? So how soon are you going into this legal thing, or right now it's just facing you and you don't know when you're going to court on it? Uh, yeah, I'm facing it. Not, I don't know when I'm going to court. 
Yeah. Hmm. So this is the real challenge because I can't necessarily answer an outcome if I don't know where the time frame is. What I will say is this. Uh, number one, if you have the ability uh, to get in there quickly, which I most courts, no one goes that quickly, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Um, if it happens before... Let's see here. Uh, if it happens before the before the begin by the end of August, you should come out on top uh, because then Jupiter will make a trine to your midheaven. If it can be delayed, then I would delay it, and this is where I would tell you where to delay it too. <laughs> okay, and that's what it's do. You would want it delayed till we've got an activity that Jupiter is supportive of your. Uh, Saturn, and that is, let's back this up a couple of days here, I want to get it right where it needs to be, it would be applying on the 30th of, of November, so for a few days there, 30th, uh, let me just take it right to the edge here, uh, we could take it all the way to 14, so I'll give you this, the widest span I can give you, uh, Till December the 18th. That would be the time frame that I would say would be a good span of time if you can arrange for the legal action to take place during that frame, giving yourself enough time in that frame for the judge to actually make a judgment before that frame ends out. Do you understand what I've said? I do. I do. Is is there, um, so knowing that that's going to be an issue. Is there anything positive in my chart? Oh, God, yes. I, I, see, I see money coming into you that you don't expect. Well, I love that. So um, it's money you know what? This, this period of time that we've just discussed can actually bring you money. This period of time that I just discussed with you also has the opportunity to be some form of inheritance to you. So uh, that also exists. Uh, wow, interesting. I don't know. Most of my relatives have passed, so I don't know who that would be. So you're right, Barbara. It would be definitely unexpected. Well, it it may well be that it is something from a past life that is that comes back to you karmically that you don't expect. I I, I really feel that there's it's it's not just money. It's abundance. So um, there's money coming in that you don't expect, but that you have earned. And there is laughter, joy, and celebration as we hit the December time frame. And the entire thing that I have laid out for you has the element of commitment being the main focus of all aspects of the next 12 months. Oh, oh wow, interesting. So that, so that commitment to job, commitment to self, commitment to another, commitment to especially the talents and the gifts that you have inside of your health, yourself that you have not been utilizing. And as soon as you get creative again, you're going to be fine. Okay, yeah, this legal situation has weighed on me, and it's kind of taken my creativity and squashed it. Then start coloring. Yeah. Get get an adult coloring book book and start coloring. I will. And just to let you know that coming up in late January of 2019, 
you may find yourself uh, having, if you're not already in a relationship, uh, having a connection that will be a very excellent, excellent connection. It will be very joyful. It may come through uh, your career. There is opportunity for your for a partnership of some kind that will expand your career. It just looks very good to me. Yeah, and it's the creativity that brings it on. Oh, very interesting. I wouldn't I wouldn't have known that. So I will definitely start looking at more creative things to do to kind of open that up again. Yeah, and and it has to be something you enjoy. It can't be, you know, grinding your teeth and saying I'm going to be creative so I can get that channel open. It has to be something you have fun doing. Yeah, well, you know, you you have right now, and Will, through the time frame we just talked about, I just want to check and make sure I've gone so far forward in time. I have to come all the way back here to where we are. Um, your, your progressive moon has just recently entered Libra, and it is in the house of creativity. It is in the house uh, of inventions or in, inventiveness, uh, socializing. And to have it in Libra is the art. Libra is the art. So there is a new love of the arts. So open up that doorway. Uh, the arts are a lot of things. Most people only think of painting. It's not just painting. The arts are decoration. The arts are decorating the body, decorating the house. The arts are uh, communication through dance. The arts are writing and talking and podcasting and all of these things. They're all creative process, and it can even be flower design. So there are a lot of doorways there. You have your moon progressed going to conjoin Mercury in your chart. So writing is a possibility, and it would be more than likely writing about fairness, equality, people, um, things that other people might gossip about, you could actually write about and do really well with just, just don't get a tattoo. <laughs> no, no, this has got nothing to do with tattoos. <laughs> That's considered artwork. Yes. I, but it, it, when we're talking about the artist making them, not necessarily wearing them. Yeah, I just got I got a picture of her thinking a tattoo would be cool, and I'm just telling her it's not. <laughs> no, I know it's supposed to be painful to get it removed, so I probably won't do that. It's painful to get it done. Yes. <laughs> Unless it's a henna tattoo, you can do that. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Well, thank you both so much. I really enjoyed this. Okay. You well, have a for... fabulous night, and, yeah. and keep us posted. Yeah, and, don't be, yeah and, and thank you for being so patient. Okay, thanks, Sue. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. We, we have people here that have waited an hour. Um, wow. We've got Jean in Canada. Hi, Jean, are you there? Hi. Hi, ladies. How are you? Terrific. Good. How are you doing? What is your I'm date different. of birth, Jean? It's Jean. J A N E. Yeah, Jean. What What's your date of birth? Um, it's uh, Jane, not Jean. Oh, Jane. Oh, Jane. And Sorry, I couldn't hear you. That's all right. My date of birth is the 18th of June, seventy. June 18th, 1970. And that's right. 5.32 a.m. a.m. And place? It's Scarborough, Ontario, in Canada. Scarborough. Now, 
you can spell Scarborough a number of ways. Could you spell the end of it after the B for me? That's <laughs> O-R-O-U-G-H. Okay, that's how I spelled it. Good. Okay. okay. But I wasn't sure that was how I should spell it. So <laughs> We'll see. The lookup was successful. We're good. Good to go. <laughs> okay, so let's see what's happening for you. Um, is there anything you want me to really kind of focus on? Jan, Jane, excuse me. Uh, yeah, if you uh, can t- uh, tell me uh, with regards to career and relationships. You know, it's mind-blowing how many people we've got with Gemini rising tonight. Really? And and you, of course, have Saturn applying to that seventh house cusp, which I've been discussing all night long. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, wow. Mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. <laughs> magical. It's magical. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I like your words. They're better than mine. And actually, Saturn goes direct in your chart. Uh, you're getting a trying to your midheaven, so there's opportunity here in terms of career. Uh, and it could be opportunity um, that may have to do with public relations or university or traveling. Or There's so many options here. Uh, um, but it, it's some kind of opportunity that's very stable and yet... Um, has variables to it, so you know, kind of like an airline person who travels all over the place, and there's all these variables, but it's a very stable kind of job. So um, I don't know well, what you're traveling. Oh, you do. Okay, well then, there's more opportunity for you, or become more. <laughs> there's something happening here. <laughs> well, that's great to know because it fits you nicely. Okay, yeah, you're so, right on about the travel part. Yeah, so uh, looking at your chart, I mean, you've got an opportunity coming up for a relationship that your time frame is not terribly far from the one I think I just gave. So I'm going to go forward and tell you what I see because Jupiter right now is traveling through your fifth house, which is the house of falling in love. And anytime uh, Jupiter activates a variety of uh, other planets here in a positive way, which is it did a little while back uh, activate your natal moon and and should have given you some kind of opportunity. But going forward in time, which is where we have to go now, um, coming right up, you were born with it at 26 degrees, and Jupiter at 23 is activating that. So that starts September the 7th, and it will go for under a month. It ends about October the 5th. So you've got that period of time to connect. And again, like I mentioned to you, one of our other callers, that conjunction says it exists, but you have to go out and get it. It's not going to come to your house. This is in the house of socializing and social connections, but it's also the house of, uh, with Jupiter here. It can be connections through travel or through learning so being someone who's involved with travel, it may be someone who actually does come to your workplace, but uh, it doesn't look to me. It looks like it might be a social event that could be connected uh, to your work but uh, or to travel of some kind, but not likely through your workplace. So I would be looking for events during that period in time, and I would definitely go to them because you have a possibility of making a connection with someone who you will not only fall in love with, but who will be a real good connection for you. So oh, wow. that's 
that's exciting to me. And uh, it looks also I, like it's a balanced relationship instead of out of balance like the last couple. Oh, good. That's what I need. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to mark it on my calendar. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, just, just remember that 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 it needs to be balanced. That that yeah. don't overgive like you've done in the past. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, about me. Yeah, let's wow. see what else. Thing. Uh, again, you know, if you dis- if you get into this relationship and decide to get married. Um, I prefer you don't while Jupiter is in that seventh house. It's not right now, but it will be very quickly. And uh, for you, it's three-quarters of the time, so about two years, a little over. So, you know, that's a good amount of time to wait for marriage anyway. Uh, Of course, I'm very old, I guess, so young people wouldn't say that, I suppose. (laughs) I don't think it's unrealistic. Um, let's see if I see anything else I want to tell you. Um, Saturn, Saturn, we've talked about. Saturn in your chart has got some good stuff going. Uh, let's see if there's anything. Your progressed moon is in Virgo, and uh, it is in a hard aspect right now to your natal moon and will be for the next uh, couple of months. So during this period that we talked about, Wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah, it is in a square during this period we've talked about because I've already got it forward in time. So you want to, you're going to find that there's a part of you that might fight with yourself. You'll feel challenged emotionally. Allow yourself to wait till it clears before you make any decisions one way or the other about anything. And if you're in, in a connection with a man who doesn't understand that, Give him my phone number. I'll explain. <laughs> I'm happy. I am happy to, you know. Um, you can't explain it, but you have a this independent voice. That's what's great about astrologers is uh, we are an independent voice. When I have two people come to me in, that are getting ready to get married or in a relationship and considering it or in a relationship and considering divorce, um, I'm able to look at their charts and independently tell them who is responsible for what. So nobody's pointing at each other. I am telling them that, oh, that's not her problem. That's your problem. And that's not her problem. That's your problem. And I travel that quickly for for people, and it really does help uh, clear the air. Just something to know. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, there's so many things people don't know that do. There's there's a lot of healing energy around you, too, so it feels like you're letting go of emotional stuff and processing a lot of stuff. Yeah, trying to. (laughs) Doing doing a good job, doing a very good job. Um, Yeah, you you might want to look into... Um, looking into some healing modalities yourself, whether it's Reiki or energy work of any of some sort, it might help you. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know Uranus right now is in a quin. Here we go with Uranus again. Is in a quincunx action to your Neptune, and they are like close to exact. This is a stressful combination, and so 
there's something going on here. Uh, your intuition is telling you things, and you're getting the information suddenly, and it may require you to make a change in plans, and part of you is saying, but I, I shouldn't listen to that, or should I listen to that, and you're fighting with yourself and stressing over. I will tell you this from my personal experience. Your intuition is right. Do not fight with it. Go with it. And if it tells you to change your your flight plans, change them, okay? Do yeah. listen to it. It's very important. You're being tested in this area. So go and remember that your higher self is the intuition that you are getting. And it has a 360-degree viewpoint. It is protecting you. Yeah, Please that makes remember. sense. Okay, remember that, because under this quincunx, that can be very stressful and very difficult. Uh, there's also a statement here that says, intuitively, I know what I want to go do, and it requires change, and there's part of you that's saying, no, 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 I don't want to do that, don't take a chance, don't take a chance. This is going to pass true. through, but you need to go and do what you want. Go and do the right thing, because the right thing for you is the right thing. But your heart's telling you is right. That test is going to be over here um, come uh, the end of September. And then it will continue to go retrograde, and it's going to come back and test you again. They never do this with testing you twice. So I will tell you the next test will come, and it's just going to be a flyby test, which means you're doing the right thing. I can tell that right now as an astrologer. Uh, because you'll pass, you'll just fly by the next one, and that will come in the end of April of next year. Oh wow! Yeah, it, that that has to do with my career. I've been wanting, uh, you know, to to um, yes. change jobs, and that's you're, what you're absolutely you know. right. I know, and and it's what you dream, what you really want is what you need to do. So start going for it. Just do it. It doesn't mean you yeah. have to end your career. It just means you have to start the new one. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense. Okay? You'll know when yeah. to start the old one, but start the new one and don't fight with yourself about it. Start doing it. Yes. I'm working on that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's easy. Under those quincunxes, as we stress, and you have to learn... To cool it, to bless yourself, and to love yourself, and to know that you are going in the right direction. Just practice saying that. Now, the best time to make um, a, a, a career move or a job change, is that like any time now, and, or is there a certain time I should look I would that? I would wait. You, you, Jupiter is making that beautiful sign. Uh, uh, which is really, I think we're really in that zone right now. We're still in 2017, right? I flip out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am such a, a goon, this, I tell you. I, I flip in and out of time so much. But uh, when, let me just get it down. I wish this thing did weeks, and I don't know why they designed it this way, but let me go forward. I want to get the the period of time that is, absolutely best for you to uh, consider to strike into a new thing. These are hours. This is no wonder I'm going forever here. Hang on. Here we go. Okay. 
is going to be when it's applying to that midheaven, and that will be... Okay, here we go. Here's in uh, two degrees to itself. So it's between September 13th. Okay. And September 28th. Okay. Good to know. That period of time, I'd say, because you have opportunities during that time to expand your own career, whatever that is, it would be also the right time for you to step into a change. So that will give okay. you more opportunity during that period. And uh, and Saturn is not doing anything to harm you either during this period. So uh, Saturn itself is still still working for you. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. I'll mark that on the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> Best time for a relationship, too, you said. Yeah. Well, see, a lot of these things, as they say, when it pours, it rains, it rains, it pours. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make well, hay when the sun. What can I tell you? A lot of hay bales come in when the sun shines. <laughs> okay, we've got a scoot here. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you You're for, so for hanging on, Jean. Be nice. Jane. Thanks for being so patient with us. Yeah. <laughs> Take care now. Take care. Take care. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Okay, for those of you that we have not gotten to. We we apologize uh, over and over and over again, but we will be back. We will come back. We will do this again. We usually do this once a month, so um, watch for us. Uh, make the show, follow the show, and make it a favorite. And, and theoretically, they'll let you know. Otherwise, um, check in with my website, barbaradulong.com. Usually. Um, not tonight, but usually the radio shows are there, so you'll be able to keep track of that. And, Michelle, what's your website? Uh, MichelleAvanti.com, with one L, please. One okay. L. Okay, so thanks a lot, and good night, and thank you so much, Michelle, as always. <laughs> Wonderful. Take care. God bless all of you. Bye-bye now. Bye. Hi, you've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my kids are obsessed with those fidgety spinner things, but I'm obsessed with putting a new spin on my family's summer style. Go to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's huge summer clearance is obsessively good with up to 75% off all the best summer styles right now. Up to 75% off? Yes, up to 75% off on thousands of styles starting at $3.99, including terrific tees and tanks, flattering dresses, and the latest shorts at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. We just found our new obsession. Old Navy, here we come. High Fashion, Old Navy. Valid 7.6 to 723. It's time for Optimum's Red Hot Sale. Get 200 meg internet, TV with over 260 channels, and unlimited home phone, all for $69.99 a month for one year guaranteed. And for a limited time, HBO and Showtime are included for one year. Switch today. Click for details and special web-only offers.